0: Welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the
1: bullshit. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, episode fifteen. Oh my god, is it fifteen? Yep, It is.
0: that's insane. We're we official teenagers. Well, no, we were yeah. teenagers at thirteen, so this is awkward.
1: <laughs> we're officially like in your nine and brats. Yeah, yeah. We're going through
0: puberty now. <laughs> it's going to be a rough time for the next few episodes. <laughs> Hi
1: guys. Hello,
0: it's Lisa and Alex.
1: We have had to re-record this little bit. You might have seen on our Instagram stories that we lost most of our last episode the second we finished recording it.
0: (laughs) It was a disaster. So episode 15 has not turned out quite the way that we wanted it to, but we are going back in time to piece together the puzzle (laughs) that is our original version of episode 15.
1: So apologies if you hear any weird noises or things don't flow as well as usual, but we thought this was better than nothing. We liked the content. We yeah, wanted to really bring it, it to you. It. I know. am so sad. <laughs> okay. All right. Getting back to real time.
0: It'll be seamless. Don't worry. How was your week? Good. It's only been a few days, we have to admit, since our yeah, last recording. Not a full week. Not a I full mean, week. like five days. Yeah. Five days. Not That's bad. almost a week. Not bad. It's a work week.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's a work week Work week's been good Yesterday I got radioactive needles stuck between my toes And then lay in a CT scan for three hours That was fun Oh my gosh, we hadn't even talked about that Yeah, not actually as bad as it sounds Except The needles The needles was fine But he goes, just warning you The injection that we put in Oh god Burns like fire And I was like, for how long? And he was like, just a couple of seconds I was like, oh, that's doable he didn't lie, burnt my fire, <laughs> but it was only a couple of seconds. That's fucked I oh, burnt my, my fire gosh. in between
0: your big toe and your second yeah. toe, which is messed yeah, up. Yeah, so
1: imagine where your thongs go, that's where I got injected, yeah. the webbing.
0: Ow. I feel sick just and thinking about it. And then they put band-aids
1: it. there, because they were like, oh, we're just going to put band-aids on there, because it normally starts bleeding by the time we get you in the machine, and I was like, oh, good. <laughs>
0: Yay. <laughs> Did it bleed? Yeah. A lot? Nah. I feel catatonic thinking
1: about it. mm Anyway, that was fun. We'll get to hear your results next week. Yay. Yeah, we'll figure out if I'm just, I'm swollen or veiny. Yay. Only time will tell. <laughs> Only time in radioactive dye. Yeah, true. <laughs> lots of time too. Laws, I can predict stressful, lots of work. <laughs> yeah, this week's been really busy for me. You both know. <laughs> but hopefully once
0: we're through this month, we'll be over the hump. The life of a buyer, guys, don't do it. It's not as fun as it sounds. Yeah, there's just like zero work-life balance mm-hmm. you guys are the only people that I see
1: and even mm-hmm. like this week I am struggling to fit that in Yeah, you had to drag her in also, to toot my own horn I'm eight days chocolate free I'm like an job. addict, where's my chip?
0: I'm, I know, I'm so proud of you <laughs>
1: thank you, because people are shocked
0: I tried to not eat chips as, as you guys know and then mm. I got to Lisa's house to record the pod this afternoon and Lisa had a half open bag of salt and vinegar chips mm. and so I ate them
1: that's amazing. But do you know why I had a half it's a bag amazing. of salt and vinegar chips? Because
0: you're not eating chocolate. Yeah, so yeah. now I've
1: literally, I never eat chips, but I'm into the chips. But yeah.
0: We um, can start like an AA. We I could. need an AA. I'm five weeks sober. That's pretty Oh yeah, you actually have been, for me right? actually so impressed. You guys have so much willpower. I have so little. always I mean, inspiring me. I am going to drink this weekend because I'm <sighs> going to a bridal expo.
1: Oh. You don't need to drink at a bridal expo.
0: Well, Just I don't think there will be expo. alcohol at a bridal expo. I've been no, we're drinking before, before the bridal no, expo. No, <laughs> you
1: don't need to waste it on that.
0: You're going to sign yourself up to it's so many thing. unwanted yeah. mailing lists to try and win prizes. I that's mean, what I, what want I a at bride
1: it. That's what I did at the gluten free expo on Saturday. Of you <laughs> but your
0: bride friend's going to be like, "I want to win this ten thousand dollars photography package," and you'll sign up because oh. you'll be drunk.
1: <laughs> oh, don't god. drink don't drink it's not worth oh, it damn
0: one of my friends is back from London as well that's
1: fine you can celebrate in other
0: ways like lawn balls it's my dog's third birthday this weekend oh, that's so oh, happy girl happy Showing birthday toast oh, Um, no we're going for a walk with her best friends Darcy and Lizzie oh my god that's oh. so cute
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish Watson was her best friend but they had each they other they each other they know they had that one week remember
0: there was one time when yeah. Toast and Watson usually they're both too bitchy to like yeah, each other they clash um, but one time we came here and yeah. they got along like a house on fire and we were like, we've lifted the curse. They're yeah. best friends. This is the best day ever. Next time, snarly bitches. <laughs> it was oh the my worst. God. Yeah, it yeah. That's so sad. Anyway, <laughs>
1: moving on from snarly bitches. From our
0: dog podcast that we're
1: still thinking about recording. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this week we are going to, discuss, going to discuss some beauty news. We have Drunk Elephant Has Been Bought Sellouts. Uh, Unilever (laughs) and their initiative for Waste, Um, a new launch from Nikita Dragon for Dragon Beauty. We're going to cover Aliquo, Aliquo, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Le Quo is Do you want to
0: say what it is as well? It's our listener question of the week Picked by people who respond to our stories
1: yeah. mm-hmm. Or slide into our DMs yeah, yeah. So hit us up uh, We need to cover our faves of the week Empties, beauty breakdown We're going to talk about mascara Break it down for you guys Snack of the week I'm predicting it might just be me So let's get rolling Alex, now we can finally do beauty news
0: uh, That's the tea on that Alright, well, I feel like, Loz, do you want to start us off with the Drunk Elephant
1: news? Yeah, I didn't know about this. You
0: broke this live to me. I'm excited. I thought (laughs) that we spoke about this a few weeks back when we were talking about Drunk Elephant being available for purchase in Asia. But what we talked about then, just to remind everybody, because I needed reminding, mm-hmm. was about how they became available in the cross-border scenario with yep. Mall. So T-Mall, they were you were able to purchase their products through Tmall and get yep. them in China or in Hong yes, Kong. or in Hong Kong, so yep. that they didn't have to animal test. Perfect. So Look at me retaining all of yeah, your facts. You go! Oh my god. It's probably because I listened to it like three times during editing and review, but <laughs> it's just because I get my point across really well. Let's yeah, go with it. that. Um, so Drunk Elephant have been on the market for a while now. I think it's probably been four or five months. As in like up for sale? Yes. Like yes. on the housing market, Sorry. but for beauty. Yes. So up for <laughs> okay. sale in terms of the company's Private or sale. auction? <laughs> <laughs> Private. <laughs> there is definitely no auctions that occur. Oh. So um, it was announced on Monday, day, well, Tuesday Australian time, that Shiseido had bought um, Drunk Elephants which is super interesting. Mm. I personally thought that they were going to go to Unilever because Unilever has been investing in a lot of cruelty-free, more natural-type brands. Who did they recently purchase? Toucher. Toucher. Hourglass. That's right. Like, they're really building that portfolio. And who does Shiseido own to refresh everyone's memory? So Shiseido Group owns Shiseido, obviously. (laughs) Nas, Laura Mercier. Serge Latons, um, if you know fragrance mm. but what does that mean in terms of like that parent company does it mean that the decisions that are made in head office go to the board at the Shiseido head off like so, the head yeah. board and then the decisions are signed off there it depends so it depends who they retain as like the COO of mm. the company so usually the brand would operate almost on its own mm. however big things would go to the board yep. the brand have to answer to the board
1: Yeah, cool. so
0: the board will be like you have to do this you have to do that and yep. they'll go back and be like we can't blah blah blah
1: yep. yeah cool mm. speaking oh. of parent companies mm. yeah. let's move on to Unilever's waste initiative Yeah, you call or it or
0: pledge almost
1: yeah. So Unilever has promised to half the
0: amount of virgin plastic that they use by twenty twenty five. Virgin being first time use plastic. Yes, so non recycled. Yeah, mm. so the first time that they've used it. So at the moment, I mean Unilever's freaking massive. So as much as this is disgusting, it also doesn't really surprise me. But apparently their footprint at the moment is around seven hundred thousand tons. Wow. Per year. It doesn't surprise me because I feel like with Unilever a lot of their products are like um, I think of them as household like, items, yeah. The deodorants, the tampons, yeah, the, like earbuds and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I am like, oh, well, that kind of stuff I can understand, yeah, why they've deterred, like, stayed away from using recycled plastics because I can imagine if someone was like, oh, my tampon is wrapped in recycled plastic, that that might turn some people off, like yeah. not having not knowing how recycled like plastic Plaster is produced. Works. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I
1: think of them in fo- the food market. Are they not in the food market as well? They might be. I don't know. Like they're just they're such a huge like they're a huge multinational. They're They're not just Mm. they're bigger than like Estee Lauder. Yeah.
0: Like it's it's not even on the same level as Estee Lauder. Johnson and Johnson level. Yeah. Yeah. So whereas Estee Lauder is beauty only, um Unilever is everything. So they will have a beauty segment area which will deal with all of the brands, but then they have like Ben and Jerry's,
1: yeah. Chicken Tonight, Continental, Jif. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. They Litton. do have lots.
1: Yeah. That's how I know about Unilever because my dad's a food scientist, so I've heard of them from that perspective. I hadn't heard. Weiss, your dairy-free ice oh, cream. It's all those wrappers. they huge. Way yeah. the plastic. So they're saying that they're going to reduce their
0: footprint to 350,000 <gasps> tons by 2025.
1: Does it say big? Yeah, it was my grandpa's favorite. Yeah, I ate it the other day and I realized how bad it truly is. It is it for me? I haven't had it yeah. since I was a kid, and I always look at it at the
0: supermarket. And I'm like, I wonder
1: what you taste like.
0: <laughs> how are we going to get passionate about this again? The way that we were. How Viennetta was like the best. <laughs> it was the best ice cream ever because of the crunchy little subpar bits of chocolate.
1: That's the exact bit that I had to cut out of you saying, "Oh, the crunchy little bits of chocolate." And then you
0: were like, "But it's watery." It was watery watered down shit cheap chocolate. Sorry. Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, So moving on from Viennetta and back to what we were talking about. (laughs) Apparently Unilever produces 700,000 tonne of waste each year. Which is absurd. Absolutely absurd. And their mission is to half it. That's a lot. And they're also endeavouring
0: to collect and process around 600,000 tonnes annually to recycle.
1: Very interested to see how that happens and what initiatives they take to do so. And whether or not it will affect,
0: like whether or not we'll know as a consumer that they're they're doing it, or if it will just be something that they just take on in their stride and it just becomes part of their business practice and they don't brag about it. I mean, they're probably going to brag about it. They're going to brag
1: about it, but good on them. The next thing we wanted to cover was Nikita Dragon's new-ish brand and new launch. Nikita Dragon is a makeup artist and a YouTube blogger. Yeah, YouTube blogger, YouTube influencer, mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And she's also a real... She's an advocate for the trans yeah, community, I yeah, would Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. And I think a real inspiration to a lot of trans people. And she has brought out a line of her own, including a new face palette.
0: And by face palette, it literally has her face on yeah, it. Yeah, true. Very, <laughs> very
1: true. It's beautiful packaging. So it's a face palette with six... Eight. Six, I think. Six pans. Yep. And it's got a larger kind of bronzer shade, two blushes, and then two highlights. But the packaging on the outside is so cool. It's sort of 3D, and it's her face. She looks alien-esque. Yeah, alien-esque and glossy. And then from the side profile of the palette, it goes out 3D with her face. Yeah. Hard to describe.
0: It's like a, it's literally like a cross-section of the face. Front half of a face mm-hmm. stamped onto a palette.
1: <laughs> yeah. With like a slimy finish. Yeah.
0: That's cool. It is really yeah. cool. Really cool packaging. I am interested in the fact that she seems to have only released one color and it's meant to suit all skin tones. Yeah questionable questionable But we shall see
1: I wouldn't say that that dark shade is particularly universal it's a very deep bronzer but Mm. you could use it as eyeshadow I think it's the same goes for most face palettes Mm. they might be beautiful as an eyeshadow Mm -hmm. I'm
0: really interested to find out what the beauty community thinks of it and whether or not they kind of cut her some slack because she is an influencer because Mm. if L'Oreal released a face palette like hers People would be saying, "Where are the additional shades in yes, my opinion,
1: true, but L'Oreal have a gazillion billion dollars and a lot of things behind them to help to produce a bigger line where she doesn't. That's a good point, yeah,
0: interesting. I mean, well let's wait and see what everyone's saying. Watch this space for the review. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. All right, let's move on to our laquo a laix
1: What is the laquo? <laughs>
0: the laquo of this week is from Grace Corcoran. Grace Korkoran? Korkoran. We just butcher it every time. No, Grace Fitz always said we got it right. Grace Korkoran. <laughs> yeah, Corcoran. Grace Korkoran. We're ignoring your mother yet again. Sorry, Donna. <laughs>
1: Mum's like, tell me a bloody good tinted moisturizer for old skin.
0: I'm waiting. <laughs> Donna, just so you know, I'm waiting for the Colourpop tinted moisturizer to arrive. You might really like it. We'll review it and we'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Grace... Grace wants to know, when you try a new serum, is it true that your skin purges or is she breaking out as a reaction to the product? I think it really depends what serum you're trying. Totally. My first thought was, does it have a BHA in it? Yeah. Or is it just, like, is it an exfoliating serum? Yeah. Or is it a hydrating serum? That's
1: exactly what I think. I think that people talk about purge far more than purge exists. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, Here's when I think a purge will happen. Potentially, if you're using some kind of cleansing tool and you've never properly cleansed your face before, Mm. so Clarisonic, Foreo, Foreo. I've really struggled to say that properly. (laughs) It's Oreo with an F. Thank you. I will never forget that, even though I say that every time. So Foreo, (laughs) Clarisonic, anything like that might bring out some congestion because you haven't cleansed it properly. I would also say anything with sulfur or clay Mm -hmm. or AHAs or BHAs. I don't think you should be getting... Quote unquote purge from hyaluronic acid serum, no. a vitamin C serum, anything like that. I'd maybe
0: sometimes say an oil because
1: yeah, oils sort of I a, don't know. I I I think yes, like
0: I'd let an oil go for a week or two. Yes, but I think
1: generally <laughs> if you're using an oil and you start breaking out, it's probably because the oil is too heavy for you, and it probably is a sort of breakout. Slash reaction. Yeah.
0: I agree. I think using devices as well, like a new face, can definitely yes. purge as well, mm, yeah. which we've discussed <laughs> off mic previously. Mm. Um, so anything that's really going to stir up everything that's sitting in your yeah. pores, yeah, yeah, yeah. So unless it's an exfoliating serum, Grace, I don't think that you're breaking out from the serum. I think it might be. That well, no, I
1: don't think you're purging. Oh no, yeah, that's yeah. right. I think yeah. you may
0: be reacting.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're either having a reaction or it's the wrong serum for you. And I think sometimes people say, oh, I reacted to this and that isn't always correct. Sometimes you didn't react, you just got pimples because yeah. it was too heavy. For example, if you use a moisturizer and you get pimples, it's not necessarily you're reacting. Yeah. It's like... a it's the wrong product for you and it's congesting you mm-hmm. versus a reaction might be something where you get lots of like little spotty bits that don't come to a yeah. head or sort of redness or burning or soreness. Yeah. That to me is more of a reaction. Mm. I think people over, overuse the term. Mm-hmm.
0: It's that little tiny textural bump that you get mm-hmm. that isn't really like cystic mm. or like yeah. it doesn't get a white hair. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's hard when there's products that are really, like, fuzzy and everyone wants to use them because they're amazing. And um, most brands like Mecca and Sephora will let you return products, right?
1: Yes, you can exchange a product at most good beauty retailers. Um, but I recommend taking a sample first. Most places will give you a sample, even if you carry around a little pot and ask them to put it in there, because sometimes your excuse is that they don't have
0: any sample. Any pots. It's so yeah.
1: true. Yeah. Um, so go to Muji or Daiso or something, get a little sample pot. Try it out if you're known to be sensitive or reactive because you're just going to waste your money, their time, their stock and everything. So you may as well patch test it. It's true. And also come to us if you need any recommendations. If you feel like you're having a bit of a purge slash breakout reaction?
0: We love to diagnose people's skin oh, we issues. Do. Send <laughs> us photos,
1: gory, gory photos. we love like that. <laughs> and, yeah, if you
0: have a La Quo for us for next week, be sure to... Hit us up Mm -hmm. on the Instagram or slide into our DMs.
1: Please do because it's just my mum repeatedly.
0: Yes. She did it again. Donna, we're Mm. on to you. We
1: know. (laughs) We we know you need a tinted moisturizer. Inbox full.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? Shall we discuss our product faves of this week? This product fave is probably an old favorite for me, but I got a new one this one i got from um space nk it's mm. not currently oh actually i think you might be able to get it at the lab organic we'll mm-hmm.
1: need to research that one did your connections send you this no you're a lucky bitch <laughs> <laughs> um so it is the Ooh, herbivore moon what a beautiful
0: color yeah it tell is us a... what this is so Moonfruit is a night cream it's mm. it's quite heavy it's oh my god! buttery. It's a night treatment. It's super fruit night treatment. So it has a cocktail of super fruits in it, including prickly pear, goji berry, res- raspberry seed. I it feel is... like my poor retinol face needs this this week. Well, lucky you can try it. I it's really, beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. I really love their creams. The packaging's amazing. It's really nice and calming. It's good for all
1: ages. Normal, dry, mature. Get How much it. roughly? I know you, you didn't pay for it, but do you know herbivore? Is that like herbivore? was affordable for a yes. kind of luxury yeah, brand like not affordable. an affordable brand so it's 94 dollars on revolve wow but it is 48 pounds at space and k so that would be about 80 ish australian dollars mm-hmm. um which yeah is kind of dermatological pricing and you can have, you can buy it from
0: uh, the Lab Organics, which Loz mentioned and I'm reiterating. It's $89.95 on their website and you can get 10% off if you sign up to their mailing list, obviously. Um, They're also based in Melbourne. And if you haven't been to the Lab, soft shout out. They're on Rathdown Street in Carlton. Oh, my God. You'd love it. They're the type of store where it's like really small, one person basically works there at all times. And they have lots of smaller indie brands that are pretty much all clean. Love it. Um, My favourite of the week is the Hourglass Vanish Highlighting Stick in Champagne Flash.
1: Yes, the best.
0: Lisa was very kind and gifted this to me as a token of
1: her love. (laughs) Yes, as a token of my, I have this. It's beautiful, but I have too many things. Please yes. take it so you can use it. And she enjoy was like, it.
0: "I'm trying to be minimal," and I was like, Haha, "I'm not. I'll, <laughs> I'll take, take everything." <laughs> so anyway, I've liked this product for a really long time. I first got it in a beauty lip box in a teeny tiny thumb-sized sample. Yeah, like a mini lipstick
1: size. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and I have loved it ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still digging my finger into my tiny one. Well, until now. Yeah. But I have a new one. It's beautiful. It's balmy.
1: mm. With, like, a silicone slip to it still. Yes. Loz would say it's similar
0: to her NAS multiple in Copacabana. However... We disagree. We
1: disagree. Politely
0: disagree. Yeah. Um, in both colour and texture, we disagree. Oh, it's definitely different in colour. Yeah. It's th- the most perfect champagne in that it's probably the most... It's got a golden undertone, but it does have almost a silvery-pinky reflect yep. through it.
1: It's, like, a truly kind of neutral. Like, you could put it on... A super yellow person or a super pink person, it wouldn't matter. For sure.
0: Um, and it doesn't have any visible chunky chunks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It chunky just, chunks. It melts beautifully. Mm-hmm. No
1: chunky chunks. And you can actually swipe it on the face. It doesn't move things that go underneath, which is important. And I did tell you my fun little trick of applying it
0: yes. all over the
1: face, pretty much avoiding, you know, areas you don't want to accentuate, and then applying your foundation on top and having it really beam through beautifully. I haven't so nice. done that yet,
0: but try that could be really nice even if you put it on your face and then put like your primerizer on top to sort Mm -hmm. of like
1: or primerizer and then that so it's got a real slip Mm. and then tinted moisturizer yeah something something sheer enough so that it does really peek through yeah beautiful (laughs) a chef's kiss (laughs) a chef's kiss exactly um my favorite of the week is the victoria beckham eyeshadow palette the palette for ants that you purchased yes in tweed it is made for ants in oh
0: I thought you were saying, like, indeed. Yes, indeed. But you were like, yes, in tweed. And indeed. I was like, the most perfect pun
1: ever. <laughs> yes, in tweed. So it has five colours. Four? Four. I'm wearing it today. What do
0: you think? I mean, I can't tell the
1: colours. You can't <laughs> tell how many colours is in there. It? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's just so far away. It's a beautiful warm palette. The base shade I like is bigger. That I likened to a bit like Nars Laguna bronzer that I often use on my eyes. Just kind of a neutral-ish browny shade with a tiny bit of shimmer four shades four shades I was thrown off by the fact that one of them takes up sort of two shades space yes you know? <laughs> um so there's that one then next to it is a warm darker brown like a medium dark brown then there's a um kind of purpley eggplanty color and a bright orange quite similar to nars persia okay. which is a very popular color because orange eyeshadows used to be Rare. (laughs) Rare. No, you can't not get orange. So I think some people would look at this palette and see like the neutrals and then also pops of colour. But I think it's important to think that you can use that purple and that orange shade to mix with the browns and kind of just warm them up or shift the tone. Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing a lot is using the base shade and then a little bit of the darker brown in the outer corner and then fluffing that orange really lightly through the crease and oh, yeah. over the top just to warm it up. Pretty Versus having like an orange eye. But I'd also love it for an orange eye. Yes. So it's perfect to take traveling because it's incredibly neutral, but you could also have like a really dark burgundy smoky eye with it. You could have an orange eye beautiful whatever yeah
0: it is versatile isn't it
1: yeah very versatile and the reason why it's so good for packaging wise although I was kind of shocked when I got it because the packaging was beautiful it looked like a poly pocket child makeup it was so (laughs) small Alex pointed out because all of the colors are smooshed together like they're not separated there's no space that's wasted in the pan by just like bits of plastic or metal Mm. so the actual gram size of the palette is not that small so it's tiny. You could fit it in your makeup bag. It would be good for people that take their makeup with them everywhere. It would be great for travel. It would be great to pop out as like a touch-up somewhere because the packaging has this beautiful tortoiseshell. It's gorgeous. I would say, if anything, the colours actually come out more pigmented on your eyes. So some of them will come out oh. slightly darker than what you think. Yep. So it can get smokier than you intend.
0: Originally, my- you said – sorry to interrupt mm. – that it had a little bit of kickback. How yes. did you find that?
1: Yeah, I was going to say my one beef is – it does. It has – when you – put your brush into the pan, it does loosen up, like, a lot of dusty eyeshadow. I find that particularly for mine for the base shade, which Mm -hmm. is slightly more shimmery than the rest of them. It's one of those shimmers where it's not shimmery on your eye, but it's shimmery in the pan. And I do find myself, like, dipping into the excess loose powder to try and not kick up more, I don't know, fluff about. So that's my one downside, but hasn't stopped me using it. I still enjoy it. It might just get quite messy.
0: Hmm.
1: And I think that was the shade that had the most talc in it. Remember yes. we looked at the yeah, ingredients? I so I think right. it's, a t- it's a bit of a talky shadow, which when you're paying, I don't know what I paid for that. Like, did I pay close to $80? I think
0: you might have included shipping. I mean, I could
1: have a naked palette for that. So, yeah. but it's not, like, it's different. I would use every colour in here. I wouldn't in a naked palette. I don't need the brush and the clunkiness of a naked palette. And I, I paid like, for shipping. And I paid for Victoria Beckham's name.
0: I feel like this palette is the equivalent of a very plain looking black top that you get a lot of wear out of like it's you're allowed you're it's okay a to, you're okay to spend a bit more yep. on it because you know you'll get the wear out of it but at the same time you're like oh, i could have got a dress for going yes. out for that price
1: mm. that is and very true once or twice and if there is anyone that is queen of an overpriced t-shirt it is me so yeah. no wonder i love the palette i'm not surprised yeah.
0: i did want to ask as well last week you said you had a quasi favorite a potential future mm. favorite mm-hmm. in the josie Marin tanning oil
1: yep where are we at still like it Fades really naturally. You don't have to um, scrub it off. It keeps you hydrated for a little while. Quasi-favourite has become firm favourite. I really like it. I like the colour. Still not super dark. I would say it would be good topper upper and yep. another one, if you're like, it's almost good, I don't need to take it off, but I have something on and I want to like rehydrate and make it a little darker. It could be a good tan extending product. For sure. Yeah. Yes, Because it has got the oil in it to hydrate as well. Yeah. I think it would also be nice if you had a bit of a natural tan and you wanted to top up, mm-hmm. but you didn't... I find if I have a bit of a natural tan and I'm like fading... If I do a full fake tan, then I have to scrub the full fake tan and off, then I take my natural tan. tan and it's just a whole shemole. So this would be nice to put on, hydrate, add a bit of glow and just have it wear off relatively naturally.
0: Nice. Cool. Let's move on to
1: your empties. You have two. I have two. One quasi empty. Take a <laughs> shot every time we say quasi. <laughs> <laughs> it's the word of the week. Um, it is the Evlume Intense Hydration Serum. I'm at the stage where the pipette's not picking up the product perfectly, but I've still definitely got, if I bash it on the back of my hand, at least another week. But yep. I'm calling it calling it empty because it's now at the point where I have to bother to put effort into using also, it. Also,
0: you have backups, so you're probably just gonna open a backup. I've got two backups.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll probably give it to you to take a photo of and it will be gone by next week. So <laughs> the shade does not stop getting it thrown. It doesn't. My other favourite, this is a long long-term favorite. This is the Emma Hardy Moringa Cleansing Balm.
0: You have been using this for as long as I have known you. Yep.
1: I've been using it for probably over six years now. Um, Skincare blogger Caroline Hirons got me onto this Mm. um, and she's made it huge in the UK. So it's a very popular cleanser in the UK. Not very big here. You can't really buy it anywhere here. I buy mine off ASOS or I mentioned... My mum actually bought it off, like, a shopping channel once because she saw it on special. Like, I don't know. She was at the Beach House and I think all she had was, like, TBSN or something. And she was like, oh, I saw that Emma Hardy thing and I bought it for you and you and your sister because my sister also I'm so proud it.
0: of her for knowing, like, when you said, you've obviously said Emma Hardy to yeah. her, she's heard of it, and she, like, picked up on it on the shopping channel. Oh,
1: Sorry, we had a dog interruption.
0: She picked up on it on the shopping channel it was actually the right thing. I know. Like I th- my mum would be like, oh, I saw that Emma Hardy brand that you re- – or like that Hardy yeah. brand that you really like and yeah. then she would have bought me like an Ed, Ed Hardy, Hardy t-shirt. I would have been like, fuck, mum, wrong Hardy. Exactly right. No, <laughs> yeah. I
1: think my sister was maybe there at the time and was like, uh, oh, weird, I love this because I don't trust her quite enough to actually remember the name because she would do exactly that. <laughs> um, this has a beautiful smell. The reason I buy this over the $700,000 Cleansers that Other I could bum. readily yeah. buy in store instead of having to order online. Did I say I buy at a face wash? Yes, did. you did. <laughs> or you can get it off Feel Unique, or you can buy it from Emma Hardy website, um, Space and K, lots of places. Maybe Vanessa Porte. Um, it just has the most. Oh fuck! The packaging shit too. <laughs> Sorry, Emma Hardy, if you're listening. <laughs> no, but I think they know. So if you I drop it in the shower like three times a week, and it's it shatters it little glassy bits. But smell it. Does that not smell like a spa? Like that yeah, really, delightful. really helps me wind down. I despise the smell of Evon cleanser. Yeah, which a lot of people say is clovey, but it's oh, it's foul. I find no, it's very clovey. Good, good cleanser, foul smell. This is beautiful. See how it kind of leaks on the inside as well. Yeah, packaging bugs me, but it doesn't stop me buying it, and it's not doesn't stop it being functional. It just sort of can sometimes get a bit leaky.
0: Would you go so far as to say that this is your holy grail cleanser? Then
1: yeah,
0: yeah. No doubt.
1: No doubt. Definitely Holy Grail first cleanser. Yep. And if I had to pick, the other cleanser I use doesn't remove my makeup. So I'd rather double cleanse twice with this than yep. use the other one that I use twice. Absolutely my favorite cleanser. Makes me feel really good. I love it. I really recommend trying it. If you, if ASOS has a sale, if they ever have like good a one. 20% off thing, because it's not, the, it's not a cheap cleanser, um, but it's not exorbitant. It's not cheap. Maybe it is exorbitant. Yeah, usually 20% <laughs> off because very rarely do you get skincare and things like that on sale. So that's why I like buying stuff off ASOS sometimes.
0: Yeah, and people with uni days can get their uni days
1: discount. That's it, what probably. I used to do. My perpetual studentism <clears throat> finally came to an end this year. And now <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez, I don't save like $1.48 on my cleanser. So sad.
2: <laughs> Just took it to my veins.
0: Tell me about your caramel obsession.
1: Mm, yeah. Okay. I almost feel like I should relegate this because I don't even remember it being on my radar. But oh. I tried this mm-hmm. and I'm going to say it was the snack of the week because I tried it. But mm-hmm. I, it's not, it's not my heart. I, I'll do it. I'll eat it again. It wasn't the you ultimate snack of the week. Not the ultimate snack of the week. Oh, that's okay. I have an ultimate snack of the week, but it's a lost Cousins cake situation. Mm. So snack of the week is the caramel milk Philadelphia cream cheese. Brenton bought it home from the supermarket and was like, this is new. This is strictly not a bar of chocolate. Therefore you can eat it on your chocolate ban. Let's try it.
0: I love that he found that and was like, I can take this home to yeah, yeah, it's
1: a loophole, literally, and
0: I can take it home to Lisa and she'll eat it with me.
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> because I just really want to try the caramel. Yeah. Um so uh I dipped raspberries and strawberries in it and it was delicious and it tasted like I was eating a cheesecake, but in reality I was just Yum. shoving stuff into it. A- dippy thing.
0: Oh my god, that's the best way you could have ever described it, because I said to you can you cook a cheesecake with it? Not mm. even thinking that it would already taste like a cheesecake. Yeah. yeah, why for? Yeah, and I was like, oh, how would you eat that on a Savoy? Because that's how I like to eat my preferred <sighs> version of Philadelphia. Um, mm. But,
1: yeah. Interesting. I'm imagining in my head, my mum makes these little, like, no-bake cheesecakey things. Mm. And I think she crushes up chocolate ripple, I think, melted with some butter or something, and then
0: shoves oh it in the bottom god. of her like a silicone
1: patty pan, mm-hmm. then I reckon you could scoop the caramel cream cheese on it, and then you could just do like a little drizzle of jo- dark chocolate on top and let it set, mm-hmm. and then push them out in like little individual handheld cheesecake vibes, and that would be great. You're speaking my language. Yeah.
0: I also think that here's an idea for you owners of Philadelphia,
1: Craft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, who is it? I don't know. You continue. It's probably you, We talked about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that caramel could have been made infinitely better if they turned it into a pour-over situation like Sweet chili Philly oh, yeah, and they that. had caramel with caramel that they could tip on top and tell me
1: I'm not a genius for that. No, that Yum. And when you said that this is going to repulse ninety eight percent of the audience, but imagine if you flipped it over and there was condensed milk on the top. Oh Oh my god! I would become
0: obese in forty eight hours from that. You would also also shit myself (laughs) to oblivion.
1: (laughs) Yes. Anyone with a mild lactose intolerance is like probably cramping listening, but yum yum. Put that on a. You could
0: just squeeze a tube of condensed milk. Onto, a, onto oh. your <laughs> strawberry. <laughs> onto your strawberry with your caramel. Yum. When when you need to Japan- make a caramel cheesecake with it. Yeah.
1: When I was in Japan, my favourite thing was that they just had condensed milk everywhere. And I was putting condensed milk on my ice cream. Like a, like ice cream's not sweet enough and already probably made from like condensed milk.
0: They do bubble teas with it. Like Asian bubble tea made with condensed milk instead
1: of milk in oh the tea. My okay. I'm Amazing. It's go. like a Vietnamese iced coffee. It's the only coffee I'll drink because it's yes. condensed milk. The ratios are all off. I want all condensed milk and no coffee, but still. <laughs> My other shout-out goes to the Super Normal, which is a restaurant in Melbourne, which most people should know about. If you don't, get your act together. Um, we went there for a Feed Me style option, and they had a peanut butter parfait, and I would never order a peanut butter dessert. I don't eat peanut butter. I've mm. actually never like put peanut butter on toast or, and consumed it, but... Oh, It's very good. I always kind of forget that a parfait is like, it's kind of like a semi isn't it? Like a yeah. soft ice cream. I always think parfait is like a baked, like a souffle. I don't I know. I would
0: never actively order a parfait.
1: I wouldn't, uh, yeah, me either. However, every parfait I eat is delightful because mm. there's a really good one from. Um, Are they like a jelly? Like, a, Nana. like, they're like a, a melty ice cream. Oh,
0: I was thinking more like a jelly mousse or am I thinking of a creme brulee?
1: You're brûlée. thinking of like a car- creme caramel, I feel. Mm, yeah. A parfait is a rich, cold dessert made with whipped cream, eggs, and fruit.
0: Everybody loves
1: parfait. (laughs) I had to get it back in. Um, So, yeah, peanut butter parfait. And this had me thinking of what you were just describing with the sweet chili philly pour over Mm. because it had that and then poured over was like a carameliness delicious Mm. bits of peanut and then a scoop of like a dark chocolatey mousse thing on top. Oh my god, it sounds really good. Oh my god, it was so good. I don't typically
0: like peanut butter either, it's too rich, but that
1: sounds yummy. It was really yummy and Brenton, who doesn't really eat desserts apart from when I'm on a dessert ban, then he'll hoe in, (laughs) he finished it really fast and it was great because it wasn't a chocolate. So I got my sweet fix, but I still maintained my chocolate pan. Great job. Eight days going strong. Thank you very much, everyone. No, it's more than eight now. Nine, maybe. What's the date? Oh, 11 days. (laughs) Look at you go. Oh, my gosh. Another chip. <laughs> What's your snack of the week? Oh yeah, I forgot about me. My snack
0: of the week is the green and blacks, more green and blacks more healthy chocolate. Mm-hmm. They
1: brought out a new flavor. I saw it, I actually think it's on sale in Coles or it's just on the end bay. Yeah, it's end not or? on sale. Yeah.
0: It's got that tag that makes it look like it's on sale, but yeah. really it's just like new and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh my fries. Yeah. Um it's the macadamia, no, hazelnut and raspberry. Yeah. It's got freeze-dried raspberry chunks and it's 70% dark chocolate and it also has hazelnut. Oh my god. Is, did I say hazelnut? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Getting my nuts mixed up. Hazelnut. Yeah, you've
1: said macadamia like 45 times trying to attempt to get hazelnut out.
0: Thank you. It's because yeah. I don't really know what a hazelnut looks like and I... don't I've... know what a
1: macadamia looks like. White and round. Yeah, true. I've, I've, I don't like macadamia. I don't like hazelnuts. I don't care for them. Mm-hmm. Do you like a macadamia? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I don't I, don't I feel really like care for nuts. I feel like
0: white chocolate, macadamia, raspberry is usually a, a flavour yeah. combo,
1: Big which is why I vibe. keep
0: saying macadamia. Anyway, yes. it's hazelnut and freeze-dried raspberries. It's really yummy. It's healthy. No, it's not. It's
1: a healthier version of chocolate. Yeah. Um, Full of antioxidants. Yeah. And raspberries. And probably hazelnuts, good fact.
0: And if you liked my green and black salted caramel suggestion, then you may or may not also like this. What kind of sorcery is this? We are subbing in the Beauty Breakdown which was great and we loved it. We
1: really liked it and it's fully, fully corrupted. So let us try and reduplicate this and make it sound as good the second time.
0: <laughs> Sorry that Loz isn't here. Will anyway. Maybe Lisa can overlay some yes yeah.
1: <laughs> and like her laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, we'll just sub in Loz-isms. <laughs> um, so we had a...
0: Actually, I don't think this came to us from a listener. This no, is our I think own. we
1: thought this was genius on our own. Sorry if you can hear shuffling. I have a heat pack on my front and back because cramp life and it's essential and I don't care if it ruins the audio. <laughs> um, so this week we wanted to break down mascaras
0: and there is a lot more than you think to break down in mascaras. There is so much. We're going to start with color mm-hmm. and then we're going to move into wand type and formula type. Lisa, take us through... Coloured mascara and why someone would use a coloured mascara. Okay. When.
1: For me, with mascara, I often say black or dye. Yes. But then I actually also don't mean that because I think a coloured mascara is really fun. True. Just so it's throw like brown color mascaras or black. Yeah. But don't throw brown. I mean, but throw don't a, do brown.
0: Throw a brown in the bin. Yeah. Throw a clear in the bin. We have decided.
1: Ooh, clear, clear, clear. <laughs> Alex mentioned that she used to love clear mascara as a teen. Yeah, well, I... Because she thought it gave her length. I thought it gave me length. How? I don't get how clean mascaras work. You know what it
0: probably actually did upon reflection? Separation? Yeah, instead of giving me length, it probably gave me a little bit of lift. And I Mm. thought that that was length because I was de-straightening my lashes.
1: Okay, well, fair enough. If it actually gives some... I actually have just never witnessed it do anything. Yeah. But I don't... It probably
0: doesn't. It was probably in my head. You know when you are really young and you wear, like, you know, a touch of makeup for the first time ever, and you're like, I look like oh yes, yes. yes that's probably what happened i wish with i had
1: confidence of when you put like that a <laughs> like clear a clear mascara lip gloss on. or yeah. a clear mascara and you're like yeah. oh look at me yeah boys yes. come at me <laughs> um so yeah clear put it in the bin brown put it in the bin most of the time black always pretty much
0: oh i just think that everybody looks better with black mascara regardless of your complexion or what your natural lashes color is yeah Black is the best.
1: Yeah. I will accept potentially like a black-brown. Clinique do a lot of black-brown mascaras. I'll I accept would accept
0: it. a brown if you are 16 and you're not allowed to wear makeup to school and brown is better for you because you're blonde and you have blonde eyelashes and you need something but you don't
1: want it to look like you're wearing too much makeup. Yeah, I guess I'd probably say for that, get a lash tint and a lift. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. Must. Yeah. yeah. Um, Coloured mascara, on the other hand. Fun. Insert graveyard now. Send me all of your residual stock, please, for the love of God. My favourite mascara was the volume effect faux seal from YSL in and the they burgundy. did it in a burgundy, which I think was number five. I think it was too because yeah. I, I had it as well. Yeah. RIP. It was the best. Uh burgundy was...
0: mascara. Oh, sorry, I'm totally cutting you yeah, off. Go... Burgundy mascaras are the most beautiful colour for someone with brown eyes mm-hmm. and like brown hair, brown complexion yes. situation.
1: Yes or green eyes, but they have yeah. to be darkish coloured, like dark hair or dark lashes. If you're blonde with blonde lashes and green eyes, you're gonna look like you've maybe got a bit of conjunctivitis potentially if you put it on. Yes. But it really brings out the goldy flex and the greeny flex in someone's eyes. That's the only thing that makes my eyes look hazel. Whenever I used to wear that people Aww. said I had hazel eyes and my ba- my eyes are brown. Very despite brown. the fact that my dad has green eyes and my mum has blue eyes. And both my oh, sister's sh- have green eyes shattered. You got shattered's stick. I know. I came out with shit eyes. Um, <laughs> brown eyes are beautiful, but just not when you could have had green. <laughs> True. So um, yeah, but I feel like in my DNA there's some green deep within, and that burgundy mascara just brought it out a little bit. <laughs> Uh, that has since been discontinued. I've never found a colour or a formula that I like as much. The colour was perfect. The formula gave mad volume. So mm. that's a good bougie mascara recommendation if you'd like it in the black. And we've just
0: ordered you the Colourpop version. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yay! Okay. One
1: time from Colourpop. We will review. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'll make
0: Lisa upload a photo of herself to our IG stories oh, when it arrives. My favourite. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: Different so part. I also love, like... There's that kind of demographic of mature lady that loves her blue Blue. Mm mascara, and I always shudder when she wants to buy it. And then she puts it on, and I'm like, Damn, girl, you look awesome! Mm. I wouldn't wear green sometimes. People ask for green, I'm like, Oh, no.
0: There used to be one that Ciate sold, I remember back in the
1: day. Moldy, don't like blue and purple and burgundy have their place, they do. I agree. Definitely.
0: All right, let's move on to formulas. Yeah. There uh, are three. three yep. Yeah.
1: You go. Regular, tubing, waterproof. waterproof. Let's go through the perks of regular. What's the perks?
0: It's regular. It washes off easily. Yep. Yeah. It can be, it complements any brush, I would mm-hmm. say. Can mm-hmm. be suitable for any eye. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Cons can smudge. Can flake. Yes. Oh, well, I guess most of, other than tubing, can flake. Yes. Um, what other cons are there?
1: I don't know. Transfer smudging flaking. I feel like that's a big one. Yeah.
0: They're really the only yeah, ones. Yeah.
1: If you've got weepy eyes, if you've got hooded eyes, if you've got old, old, saggy, mature eyes, deep set eyes, generally it'll either print up to your eyebrow. If you've got a heavier brow or print below mm-hmm. or like all over the eyelid. So. I think
0: it, I mean, it does depend on the type of mascara. Like there are different categories of regular mascara, yeah. like Caution from Hourglass is a quote-unquote regular mascara, but yeah. I find it personally doesn't
1: flake on me and is very long-wearing. But I would say 99.9% of the population says that Caution doesn't flake on them. Yeah. It does flake on – it smudges on me. It does yeah. flake – oh, it actually does both. It smudges and flakes on me. Mm. But no one else I've met does that happen to, so yeah. that's a good one. You'll find what you like best, and sometimes people say that, like, it doesn't flake universally on everyone, yeah. you know? Better Than Sex is a classic. I can't wear it because it smudges and flakes so badly that Me I look too. like I've got black under eyes. But it's a best selling mascara for a reason. So
0: I agree with that.
1: Tubing. No, absolutely. Oh, should we do waterproof first? Waterproof. Waterproof. Pros of waterproof. It's waterproof. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you're a weeper, if you're a crier, if you get allergies. Yeah.
1: If you're a synchronised swimmer.
0: Yes, only synchronised though. Don't wear it if you're racing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It will hold you back. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, Another pro, helps to hold a curl. Yes, that's right. It's a much drier formula. It's a waxier formula. If you have straight lashes or Asian lashes and you bother to curl your lashes, putting a regular formula mascara on will pretty much guaranteed make them drop. Yep. So waterproof is the only way to go for an Asian lash, I generally say. Yep. Or unless you've had a lash lift, then you can do what you want.
0: Yeah. The world is your oyster Exactly.
1: <laughs> um
0: cons, it's really difficult to get off. Uh, That's probably the really main difficult.
1: con. Yeah. Um you need a good eye makeup remover. I like the Clinique one. Apparently the Clarins one is fabulous. I think the Rush Pose potentially do a good one if you want a cheaper one. Yeah. I don't think my cellar water cuts it for waterproof mascara. And I think a lot of people that use waterproof mascara are those low maintenance people that don't remove their makeup properly. Yeah. And that's a bit of a drainer because it can really dry out your lashes and it can actually age your eye area if you don't remove your makeup properly.
0: I know Lauren once told me this horrifying mm. stat about not removing your eye makeup adds like I don't know, it ages, ages you, like, you. ten days yeah, or something. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, <gasps> I do that all the time. Yeah. But now I ever since she told me that stat, I'm so like meticulous about taking my eye makeup off properly. For waterproof mascara, I have used micellar water and I have used a face halo Mm -hmm. and you can Mm -hmm. get it off. Um, However, with micellar water, definitely hold it on your eyes for Mm -hmm. an extended period of time because, yeah, it like breaks it all down before you start wiping. If you wipe straight away, you will wipe forever.
1: Mm -hmm. And And then it kind of, you make it flake. Like, as you're wearing yes. it, like, it starts shedding everywhere and it's all under your eye and then you need to go and do cotton pads under the eye. Yeah, and you think you've got it all Ooh. off and then you rub your eye later and then you've got
0: black under your eye again. You're like, how? Mm-hmm. I thought i got you off. Mm-hmm. Face Halo works really well. Again, though, I would be, like, soaking my face. Like, if you're removing all of your makeup, like, hold the warm water over your eye to help break it down again. Because yeah. it's just... It's so crusty, waterproof mascara. Like, it's just really difficult Mm. to break down. brittle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I think we should just go back. What are your... Oh, sorry. What are your favourite regular mascaras? Oh,
0: that's what I was going to ask you about waterproof. (laughs) We did say caution. Caution is my go-to. Damn Girl's my favourite regular. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Yep. That's a big call. It's still new. (laughs) You've, like, knocked my socks off. Yep. Love it. And before Caution, I it took me forever to remember what I'd bought before. Mm-hmm. I had bought Caution because I've bought it for so long on repeat now. Yep. Um, still a huge mascara. Yes.
1: Huge lash. Yeah.
0: Similar brush to the Better Than Sex and to the Caution. Actually, it's not similar to not Caution, that similar is it? Not similar to Caution, no. Similar to Better Than Sex, though, that yep. hourglass-shaped bristly brush. Yes. Yep.
1: We need to talk brushes too.
0: We do. We're getting there. Uh, my
1: <laughs> other favourite is the uh, Charlotte Tilbury Full Fat Lashes. Mm, I haven't tried. Oh, really nice. I like that one. It does smudge a little bit on me, so I couldn't use it on my bottom lashes. Mm. So whenever I say, it's my favourite mascara um, for regular mascara, assume it's only on my top. Mm. Would never use on my bottom. Waterproof. What are your favourite waterproofs?
0: I have used the, I think it's the Maybelline Lash Sensational mm-hmm. in waterproof. It's like a purple one. Yeah. Um, That was fine. It had a comby brush, so it didn't give me quite as much fullness as I would like. Um, But in terms of waterproof, it certainly did the job. I wore that. I bought it because, fun fact, fun story, Mm -hmm. I was in New Zealand with Adrian (gasps) and we had been to the snow and I realised that day, I was like, oh, when the snow falls on your face, it's water and my mascara is running. Science. (laughs) Science. Um, And so we went out and Adrian was like, we went out for dinner he's like you have to buy waterproof mascara remember and i was like oh that's very astute of you to remember oh. that um and he did it because he was gonna propose oh and he knew I'm that already, i was gonna cry i'm already
1: weepy just <laughs> thinking about it
0: so yeah that's oh. the only time i've bought a waterproof mascara recently actually before that i bought smashbox full exposure yeah had no issues smashbox. with it it was fine lots of people really like the urban decay cannonball
1: Yes, which has actually been discontinued. Has it? But they bought Perversion out in waterproof now, which is Uh, not bad.
0: That's good because I bloody hated Cannonball.
1: Yeah. Mm. What I will say is that drugstore mascaras do a lot more waterproof. They tend to do most of their options in a waterproof. High-end mascaras, there's your classic brands like your Lancome, your Cliniques, your YSLs. They often do it in multiple formulas. Mm -hmm. But other brands, they really just bring out, like, one. Yeah. And people always say, like, oh, is it waterproof, is it not? Or is it brown or is it black? And it's like, it's just black and it's not waterproof because they only ever bring out that.
0: That's a very good point. Yeah. I feel like the quality of mascaras is higher in high-end. I know that that's not Mm -hmm. a shocking statement to make, but I feel like mascaras are done – when they're done well by high-end, they're done really well. Yes. And I just have never found a drugstore mascara that has – lived up to my high-end mascara expectations
1: I used to use covergirl clump crusher mm. quite religiously and I would say an average high-end mascara certainly not worth paying for versus a drugstore because you mm. can get them so much cheaper mm-hmm. but a high-end mascara that you love shits all over a, dr- yep. a drugstore mascara I agree for sure. to remove it mm-hmm. the best
0: they are the go-to for somebody who has
1: Okay, recording this segment for a third time. Let's hope that this works.
0: Could we be less passionate about mascara at this point? No.
1: Possibly not. <laughs> there is also the option of a tubing mascara. Do you think that's where we go? <laughs> tubing is good. We've talked about tubing a lot, but you guys just haven't heard it. <laughs> tubing forms a tube around each lash, which means it can't fl- smudge or flake, and then all you need is warm water and a bit of friction to remove it. Tubing is great for...
0: It basically creates little socks, and then yes. when you remove it, it comes off in the little socks, like spider's legs, on your hands. Perfect.
1: <laughs> it's great for smudgy eyes, weepy eyes, allergic eyes, um, mature eyes, people with deep-set eyes, hooded eyes. It also holds a curl a decent amount, mm-hmm. but not as good as waterproof, but it comes off way easier. I would say that you can cry in a tubing. And you might get like one you little tube on but your you cheek. Can't you can't and you can't rub your eyes afterwards. No, you have to cry and delicately dab yes. with a tissue. Yes, and you can have to cry cold tears. You can't cry <laughs> warm tears. <laughs> yes. Um, quickly, before this stupid thing corrupts, bristly. No, wait, our favourite tubing
0: mascaras. Oh. Kevin Aquan. Yep.
1: Yeah. And Pretty the- much Kevin, but you can also get um, Mac Extender Play Giga Black Lash, Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown Intensify Long Wear, Clinics do one as well. Can't remember what it's called. I think
0: Jane Iredale do one as well. Oh
1: yes, a couple, and Miraness a couple of, and Pony Cosmetics. Yes, so it's a couple of mineral brands and cheaper brands that do that. That's definitely tubing is definitely harder to find at a drugstore price point for
0: sure. And also, a lot of tubing mascaras don't say that they're tubing. Mm. They they just don't call it out yes, as a claim. They like just say that smudge proof, proof. Or,
1: and then remove with water or something. Exactly. Like, call it call a spade a spade. Yeah, I want to know if it's tubing. Yeah, me mm. too. Um, then when we talk about the bristle type, would you like a bristly bronze or a a blonde a bronze.
0: Yes. Okay. Do we I have want. time to pick me up on my <laughs> articulation
1: right now? This thing is corrupting as we speak. <laughs> a bristly wand or a comby wand? I
0: prefer a bristly wand, personally. Anya. You cannot get me with a comb. No.
1: Nah. Bristly wands will, generally speaking, give you a more fluffy-ish lash and a more volumized lash, whereas yep. a comby wand will give you more length and separation. Yes. We both prefer volume, so that's why we like a bristly wand.
0: And a voluminous, a voluminous lash mm-hmm. is a thick- Lash that's yep. like each individual eyelash has more mascara on it than a lengthening mascara that gives you Elangates centimeters. The tips. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Generally, the closer the bristles together, you will get a. Well, if they're really, really close together, you can actually get a decent amount of separation if they've got little gaps between them because it'll kind of separate each individual hair. Mm-hmm. If they're quite far apart, the um, bristles, you tend to get quite a chunky lash because it kind of groups them all together. Yeah. And then if they're really close together and quite a big bristly wand, you'll get a relatively chunky lash or at least chunky at the base. Yep. Yep.
0: I love a chunky at the base lash because it gives yep. it more lift in my opinion.
1: Yep. Helps hold it up. Yep. Perfect. We're going to save this now. If this doesn't save, this breakdown will not exist. And also we won't exist. Do you feel broken? My soul is destroyed. Yes, me too. There you go. There's a very thorough mascara breakdown for you.
0: Especially considering this is over podcast, I hope this translates well.
1: <laughs> We're using a lot of like rowing
0: motions
1: as we talk and showing the bristles with our fingers (laughs) like like pincers (laughs) all right
0: let's get out of here we're done
1: Thanks so much for listening. Please send us your LaQuo's. <laughs> LaQuo is not a thing. LaQuo is up on Insta. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: We'd also really love it if you could screen grab and share with us when you're listening to our pod. Please
1: do. I haven't seen that for a while and I, I love that. Oh, we love you all. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Save, 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 save.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.